Welcome to Everybody Wants Something, a Degrassi podcast where two black millennials recap every episode of Degrassi from junior high to next class. Because why not? I'm your host, Sonique. And I'm your other host, Lauren. Let's jump in. We're back. We're back, everyone. How's it hanging? How's it hanging? How are you doing? How are you swaying? How are you playing? Okay. <laughs> Portraying. We're finished. Those are all words that kind of rhyme. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. How are you doing, Lauren? Doing good. Doing good. Um, today's Sunday, and I had to work um, because in China they have holidays, um, like breaks, vacation. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have to make up the days. That you miss. That's not a vacation. Mm-hmm. There's like moments where I'm work. like, mm-hmm. I live in a communist country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This, this <laughs> um, uh, and so today we had a little, we had like during the fall, there's like almost two back to back holidays. And so we're getting ready to have a week long holiday. And so today I had to make up on Sunday, a Tuesday schedule, which is like, you know, I considered pulling the religious card um, very early on in the job so that they knew ahead of time. Um, uh, but I found out today, I, I didn't. I didn't pull the religious card because I'm like, oh, Christianity, it's the Lord's Day. I can't work. <laughs> Even though I don't play. <laughs> um, <it's laughs> Even though I'm no longer a practicing Christian. Um, but I did it. And luckily I did it because there's like literally like a full on like, like two evangelists that also work in the same department that showed up today. So I would have looked very bad up against them. They're like, yeah, Mr. Chip showed up. Well, so whatever. They're fake fans of Jesus. They ain't fake the real fans. Deal. Only real fans. Only real fans. Exactly. Would, would miss work on Sunday. <laughs> so, I don't even work on Sunday. Exactly. Exactly. There's like moments where I'm like, right, like all the government offices are open on Sundays. Um, and I'm like, right. <laughs> I don't live in a, o- in a only Christian one country. Ben- like one of the benefits of living in a, I mean, not officially Christian country, right. but I mean, let's be honest. Very much a Christian country. Yeah. We know who's running things. Uh-huh. Um, one benefit is like having Sundays off. <laughs> so I no matter what. <laughs> don't well, I mean, that's not the case it. for everybody. People, Some people do have to work Sundays, but. Right. A lot of us don't, so it's nice. It is, um, but I have five days. I have four more days this week, and then off for a week, so that'll be nice. Um, nice. But yeah, doing well. Otherwise, how about you, Sonique? I'm doing well. Um, how are you recovering? We had we had many many listeners. Many of you reached out on Instagram yes. and like gave some well wishes mm-hmm. to you, Sonique. So I just want to shout send those your way. Yes, thank you. Um, I got some of them too and some DMs. So thank you all for reaching out. It was very nice of you. Um, nice now, you know, you're, you're concerned and you're just checking in on me. I'm doing well, um, a lot better. Like I definitely am like pretty much myself again. Uh-huh. Um, I was telling Lauren that I'm just waiting for this weird surgical glue to finally like slough off my skin because it's still there uh-huh. in some parts of it. And I'm like, I just wanted to like, it's like itchy. 
yeah and annoying because now it's like kind of like crumbly scab sorry it's gross but like it's just kind of like not coming off and and one of them's over my belly button so it's like it's really hard for it to come off because it's not smooth skin it's my belly button it's got like it's got curves you know um so it's a thick it's a thick girl (laughs) thickums um but yeah yeah, so that's been annoying but otherwise i'm doing fine Mm -hmm. we might go to the thrift store later today because it's morning for me yes oh because 70s party is on it's happening um thank you to our listener who gave me some who gave us really great suggestions of what we can do about this fondue um and evan needs to get well i do need i need an outfit too but he needs an outfit (laughs) yeah it's he's he's hard to find like for Mm -hmm. me it's like i can go around and just order like a little jumpsuit yeah those one together but like for him it's like you know, I really wanted him to have like a sev- like a skeevy seventies guy look with like a stash and sideburns and like like yes. yellow like aviators. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like the, I want to be a real creep. The tinted <laughs> non transition lenses that everyone uh-huh. had made everyone yeah. look like a serial killer. My mom there. actually wore my mom had ones like that, like yellow ones and like oh, pink ones. My grandma did. Yeah, that was the look. I want to get a pair just cause, like for yeah. the party, but also I wear that shit. And, um, I, you know, got some, like, chest hair out. We're going to go real. Yes. Make him a real groovy guy. So, I'm Very excited John about Travolta, that. Very John Travolta. What's that one? Disco, not Disco mm-hmm. Nights. Saturday, Saturday, Saturday Night Night's Fever. Yeah. Fever. I almost said Saturday Night Live, <laughs> which is the show. SNL. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> SNL? He played Lord mm-hmm. Michaels? Um <laughs> John Travolta as Lord Michael. (laughs) Um, Public knowledge. Yeah, but things are on the are on the up, so I'm happy. I'm excited about that. Yeah, um, Mm -hmm. I you just made me miss. There's like moments where I like remember things that like don't exist here that I miss from back home, and thrifting is definitely one of them. Antiquing. It's just not really like a cultural thing here. Like people. Mm. it's just not it's it just doesn't really like it the kind of which it honestly the idea of like thrifting <laughs> for like fun is very much like a it's like a, a very western yeah thing and it's it's, it's a marker of class really too because yes. i mean let's be honest like i am a middle class woman yeah purposely finding clothes that someone else owned even though i could afford to buy new clothes but i'm choosing to do that yeah like because my mom my mom is like as immigrants my mom does not understand thrifting she mm-hmm. when i told her i, I remember one of she got genuinely mad at me i was in college and this is like peak like hipsterdom yes. so i bought a bunch of shit from like the thrift store when i told her it was from the thrift store she was pissed she was mm-hmm. like so all these years all this money i spent on new clothes when you're growing up i could have just gotten you something from the bargain bin like she was upset but it's like yeah it's just it's a different experience and world and just like knowing that there's kids in like Liberia who would die for like brand new stuff and I'm choosing to wear someone someone else's hand-me-downs yeah especially like in America where we were also sending our clothes to Liberia like in barrels right. for donations so right. she's like so you're you're wearing someone else's clothes when we're sending new clothes exactly. <laughs> over there. Exactly. yeah <laughs> it's a very yeah you got it spot on like it's a very western very classist kind of ideal um, mm-hmm. But it's funny because, like, the kind of, like, antique, you know, chic look is very in and, like, trendy. Um, mm-hmm. The kind of boho chic of it all. And um, 
like these stores kind of exist that are like quote unquote vintage stores. Like they have vintage on the side of it, but it's like the vintage sign is like part of the decoration. <laughs> it's not actually vintage. <laughs> like it's like, and there's vintage looking things, but it's just like brand new clothes that just look vintage. And it's mm. truly mm-hmm. saddening. It's saddening, but they, I mean, there's definitely, and when it comes to antiques, it's more so like, Chinese traditional antiques and not so much like yeah. yeah and then when you think but of I'm like, sure that's pretty cool though to find like probably like handcrafted like stuff not right so, or would you not say not so, so, much. so much it's more like like a lot of the Chinese antique stores are like old like like old communist China so it's like a lot of like um oh which right. is which is actually really cool because it's like mm-hmm. like a lot of uh old posters and kind of like um, like propaganda books and things like that um, and kind of like old uh, that would be considered vintage in the states as well like just kind of like very early like radios like the first like electronics that people were having in China <laughs> or like mm. were actually the first electronics in China kind of thing and so <laughs> that's like really cool and so it's very weird because it's like like the the shift of China is like very recent, so it's like oh, like this this old person like grew up like in actual feudal China, and mm. they're like out here using a smartphone, and that's crazy. That is true. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah. people who like survived the Great Leap Forward and stuff, mm-hmm. and it's it feels like it was so long ago, but like not really. It was no. within someone's lifetime. Yeah, yeah. Like my students' grandparents, like they're like. Mm-hmm. And they're like, like very much thriving because they all use Chinese medicine. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. But yeah. So antiquing is just like, it's just different. But I definitely miss, I miss just like rummaging through a thrift store and like mm-hmm. going there's through There's even the like a, there's a, um, an estate sale place close by. <gasps> so I might want to check that out because I want to see who died. And who's the state? I used to have, fucking love going to a state They have sales. a new person because I went there recently and I'm like, I've already been through their shit. <laughs> <laughs> no one picked up this dirty ass like costume jewelry yet. Like, come on. It's not even the good shit. Oh, love that. Yeah. Um, but I know you said you got some shout outs from our lovely listeners. Yes. So we got a really juicy DM this week. Mm-hmm. Um, so our listener me- uh, messaged us and said, I just finished season one, episode 13, Cabaret, which is actually funny that we're getting a lot of kind of like messages and comments on their old episodes that people are just for the first time listening to. And so it's been Aww. fun kind of being reminded of stuff and also being reminded. Yeah, new like, listeners. Yeah. And mm-hmm. also like they're quoting us and I have no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> um, so just finished season one, episode 13 cabaret. And I have the dirt on this. Maybe someone has already beat me to it, but Lauren Collins did a live stream a few months ago where she watched this episode and said that she and Aubrey Graham were in a fight in real life. And that's why he was acting so bored slash pissed off in the audience. Oh, cause we, we, we commented on that. Cause mm-hmm. we're like, is he like, what's, why is he acting? Cause we noticed it was like, is he supposed to be feeling something? Like what is going on? It was never like face. He wasn't even part of the episode really at all. Like it was just, no, he just Paige was the there. Mm-hmm. And oh, that's yeah. piping hot. 
Mm-hmm. Piping, piping hot. Um, <laughs> and I said for the both of us, oh my gosh, this is so much, some good info. Thank you so much. You're the first to tell us because we had no idea until now. Because um, we did talk about it for like a minute. Yeah. And like, it was so weird. It was a weird moment of like, is he acting? Like, is he upset? Like, I don't get And why? Like, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, so like, because they were, da- I know that I know that at some point they dated. Mm-hmm. So was it like that? It was like a lover's quarrel? I mean, it must have Probably. been. I mean, the drama. At the that drama. age, boys are only that angry at you if you were like dating them. Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> <And> funny. Only, <laughs> only Aubrey Graham. Of course, like he's he's so in his feelings that he couldn't turn. Like you're an actor, like you need to leave that. You leave it in the trailer. Like everyone knows when you act. Like we all we all have bad days, but you gotta like leave that shit at home. You can't like come on set. Yeah. Like and also Aubrey, you're like you're pissy. basically an extra this episode. Like you you don't need to be doing anything more than just sitting there being. And he drew attention to himself. And you're an extra. You should a true never Drake moment. A true Drake moment. Ugh. God, Drake. <laughs> Truly, like a scourge on this earth. <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, let's see. That might be have. Let's see. Oh, we've got a new review as well that I can read. Mm. Um. So it is a five star review on Apple Podcast, um, which you guys should do. You should rate, review, and subscribe to us on whatever platform you're using, especially rating on Apple Podcasts. But mm-hmm. um, this listener said on Monday, so very recent, this podcast is perfection, and I no longer fear feel alone in my Degrassi addiction. These women are hilarious and relatable. Exclamation point. Aww. Thank you. Yeah, that was so sweet. Yes. Hashtag relatable. <sighs> love it, love it, love it. Until I get famous, then fuck y'all. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm done being relatable. <laughs> I... Bye. <laughs> I'm kidding. Thank you so much. That's really sweet. As Lauren said, um, yeah, leave a review um, or at least a rating. If you don't feel like writing out a review, you can even just write yeah. very good podcast. I don't know what that Russian accent was, but for our listeners in Russia, for our listeners in Russia, you could you can say that. Putin, we uh, know you're listening. Anastasia, yes. we know you're still in hiding. We know you're listening. <laughs> hey, Curly. <laughs> that one, that she'd be like 112 or something. She'd be so old. She sold her soul to with Rasputin, so she's like living forever. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it went, right? That movie was so crazy. Terrifying. When I learned the actual story of Anastasia, I was like, oh, this is like not what happened. Damn. Okay, also. Like, this feels disrespectful, actually. Also, side note. Um, um, speaking of bargain bins that our parents um, may or may not have rifled through, my parents loved going through rifle bins of like VHS bins at Walmart. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Or like even like the CVS rifle bin, which is like. I mean, it's <laughs> that's like God tier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> there was the. I mean, these these movies still exist, but the '90s and early 2000s was like the peak moment of like, oh, Disney put out or like Anastasia wasn't even a Disney movie, but like 
Disney has a Cinderella. Well, we're going to make an off-brand cartoon also called Cinderella. Mm -hmm. And it was made um, made specifically to confuse people's grandparents when they bought it for you. Yes. See, they would buy you like oh this off brand DVD. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I had the off brand Anastasia. <laughs> and was it animated? We, mm-hmm, it was animated. Uh, the soundtrack was not as good. There were no bops as there were in Anastasia. Um, mm-hmm. The the OG, the real one, number one. Um, but in this one, they had a scene where like her family, they like showed, so like there was, they showed her family, her with her family and then all her family being shot. Well, not being shot, but it was alluded to like they all went in the basement and died and she didn't. That's simple. Like they also like, the fact that they even acknowledge that like, that's really what happened. Because yeah. in the movie it was like, in the other movie, it was like just magic. She got that separated killed them. by her yeah. family, <laughs> like during a weird magic storm yeah. or something. Versus them literally just being held captive for months and then taken to a basement, basement and shot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> but- <laughs> that's what the bargain bin gets you. Okay, it gets you the real history yeah. in an animated form. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, maybe like that movie should like be like required watching. For history. That and Balto. Remember we always had to watch Balto? <gasps> yes, because I remember my school, like in my fourth grade class, we did a a, a, a unit on the Iditarod. Uh-huh. I think I talked about it on this podcast and I had to like, we had to follow a, like an actual musher and pretend to be them and like write diary entries as them. And then we got to watch Balto because that's like where the Iditarod, like the inspiration or like where that started. Yeah. Like. What a random education. I didn't go to school in Alaska. Why would I even know that? But like now I just know a lot about that I did a rod. That was also, I think that's also the same year we had to learn cursive. So they were really yeah, just probably. doing the most. Okay. They were really just teaching us a lot of nonsense that year. Um, <laughs> oh, I can't do my taxes, but I know the legend of Balto. I know all so. the all the Greek gods and goddesses. Um, and mm-hmm. and the adjacent Roman ones, so mm-hmm. so who's the expert now? I'll say I'm winning. <laughs> That's just what I write on my like W nine. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know. I just write a just god write down, it. Athena, <laughs> in cursive, and then send it in. <laughs> also, this do. this is gonna be my last thing. This is gonna be my last thing. Do you have a memory of taking the SATs and having to write out that <laughs> statement in cursive? Mm-hmm. Okay, tell me why I was asking like a group of people and they had no idea what the fuck I was telling you about. Was that only in Maryland? Maybe I don't know. I've, yeah, because it was like it was like a whole Evan. like it was like a printed statement we had to write ourselves, <laughs> right? And it was like mm-hmm. I guess it was to confirm that we were taking the test or something. But like, like it was it was so like backwards that like they were like you have to write this in cursive and i was like what <laughs> i mean i will say i still write in cursive from time to time it is it is faster for me if i'm trying yeah, to like I, I definitely down. i definitely link let word letters together but like mm-hmm. i was like i don't know how to write this letter in cursive like is this a g or a q i don't know <laughs> <laughs> oh girl those test scores were voided they were like no I'm like sorry. Um, even though but, you did very well, oh, sorry, you can't like, mm, read your perfect cursive score, statement. but you didn't write it in cursive. So. 
Sorry. There goes your dreams of Harvard. Um, <laughs> but that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk no, about Degrassi. No. Exactly. We'll be right back after a quick break. Um, uh, we've covered just one episode this week, um, mm-hmm. because it was a, it was a heavy one. How soon is now episode 20 air date, February 9th, 2003. Um, Paige is finally coming to terms with her rape just as the, as Dean from, sorry, I'm going to start that over. Mm-hmm. Paige is finally coming to terms with her rape just as Dean and the Bardell team return to Degrassi for a basketball game. She tries to be strong, but Dean's taunts about raping her cause Paige to distance herself from the spirit squad before the big game. Meanwhile, Ellie and Marco film a commercial for Snake's class but argue over what the style should be. Well, mm. I mean, this is a pretty big episode. We've got mm-hmm. we've got a pretty big Marco storyline going on. I mean, um, Marco officially comes out in this one. Yeah. Because up to this point, he just said that he was questioning mm-hmm. slash not really sure what was going on with his sexuality. And he finally says, like, I'm gay in this episode. Yeah. And I was like, like oh. damn, B-Plot. Jeez. It's like, Marco, look at you with your pasta Marco. sauce. And your pasta sauce. I see you with the eggplant parmesan. My mom's eggplant parmesan. <laughs> See, he should have been cast as Mario instead of fucking Chris Pratt. Come on. <laughs> Jesus. My mom's eggplant parmesan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I love him. Um, love yeah, I, I like this episode a lot. Um, one great thing I love about doing this podcast is getting to like rewatch this series with fresh eyes and mm-hmm. really digging into it. And I think this episode had a really great like commentary about like gender really like it, it was yes. i mean it's about a lot of things but the one through line is like this is really about gender and how one like expresses their autonomy their anger their an- agency with uh-huh. respect to their gender and how it's expected versus what they actually do and i was like this is this is actually really yes. fucking good man like come on i think this is an underrated degrassi episode right because you don't talk about this episode as often as like shout or you know like tears are not enough which is the next one like this is actually a really good mm-hmm. one yeah, it's really good. And, like, again, <clears throat> I think in my mind, because we were talking about, like, oh, this is the continu- continuation of the of this um, rape uh, storyline with Paige. Mm-hmm. And I had thought that it was going to be, like, all in one episode kind of, like, wrapped up. And I didn't realize it was, that we were going to get some more continuation again in a future episode. And I was like, damn, they, like, they're doing it. Because even still, like... <clears throat> We will get into it with, like, the kind of, like, gender of it all. But, like, they, di- like, they like tell this storyline and plotline of rape and sexual assault so well, like, mm-hmm. for the time period. Like, it could have been, like, so much worse as we've seen in other, like, TV and movies of just being, like, like, they did it so well and kind of, like, not typical like a typical victim uh victim scenario and more of like a survivor like storyline um Mm -hmm. which is definitely not normal like hollywood shit you're totally right i think especially with like the timeline feel like the time feels realistic 
Yeah. I think other shows would be like boom, boom, boom. We're covering it very fast. But like uh-huh. I was looking at kind of like the episodes. Okay. Like the rape episode happens pretty early in the season. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming if this epi- if this season takes place over the course of one school year, right? Right. Because that shout happened in soccer season. It's now mm-hmm. basketball season. Yeah, so it's yeah, so it's spring because it's when mm-hmm. yeah, so it's so it's so when the rape happens, it's kind of early in the school year. By mm-hmm. the time we have Paige dealing with like, um, you know, seeing Dean again, it's over. It's been several months, right? right? And then when we know when he comes back, sorry, this is like not that important, but I just think it's important for like the point I'm trying to make. So bear mm-hmm. with me. When he comes back, it's not until um. Season four. So we jump like when wow. honestly when she when she comes back and it's like, okay, um, like we're going to uh whatchamacallit, I'm taking him to court. We don't see that until season four. So it really wow. is like it's not it really like is a realistic, like, yeah, if you did go report a rape, especially a rape like this, yeah. like a date rape so far after it's happened, it's going to take a while before y'all even like sit down Good and really do something about Degrassi. it. Yeah. I'm like, that's like fucking smart. And because and, I think lesser shows, it would have been like she was raped. Then she deals with like deciding to do something about it, mm-hmm. like the next episode. And then by the end of the season, she's gone to court. And it's like, that's not real. Unfortunately, it's not how fast it works no. like no, it's legal system in Canada not is not that different from the U.S. It's like it's mm-hmm. gonna take a long ass time to see any sort of um like legal recourse. So mm-hmm. good for Degrassi for being smart wow. about the timeline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I like I was having because like we're seeing a kind of like a blossoming of page and spinner which i'm like did they have to do it in this one exact episode i mean that was kind of they, they didn't have to do it but i was like i was like one downside is like yeah like a woman after like somehow after a tra- traumatic experience falls in love or like immediately finds a relationship out of it I'm like mm, okay it's very lifetime we, we could um, wait a little bit but okay <laughs> right um and i was just remembering of like fe- like future future spinner involvement but like down the line where Paige is dealing with the aftermath of being raped by dean and so i, mm-hmm. I was like i was like oh right like spinner's kind of around for that too but that makes sense because mm-hmm. in my mind i was like they're so much older and they are yeah because they're driving because the thing happened with the car like <laughs> uh-huh. it is like a couple years later yeah so wow so good Oh, Degrassi. When, when, De, when she's like we said, when Degrassi's in her bag, she's in her bag. Like the foot, the whole body, she's in the Birkin. She's mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't even see her. <laughs> she's in the bag. Um, <laughs> no, no, she's in the Telfar shopping bag. That's that's much bigger. Yeah, oh, she's in yes. it. Yeah, she's yes, all yes. all up in there. Um, so the episode starts with Paige, and she's in a counseling session with Miss Savay, the school counselor, which. Not United States because the guidance counselor actually like provides like mental health services apparently because mm-hmm. I know and our just guidance counselors. Schedule. Yeah, our guidance counselors <laughs> were really there for you to talk about your schedule and like college plans. It was never about like your feelings. Mm-hmm. They were not licensed psychologists or even social workers. So mm-hmm. we'd love to see more of that in the U.S. school system. Unlikely, but that'd be nice. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> wouldn't that be nice? So... <laughs> She's reading this, like, letter that she, like, wrote to Dean. Like, it's not – she's not going to send it, but she, like, wrote it. And it's, like, about her 
you know, she's kind of having a breakthrough in this session. And, you know, she's no longer blaming herself for what happened. And Miss Ovey is very proud of her and her progress. But um, she wants to keep seeing Paige. But Paige is like, Miss Ovey, I'm over it. Like, yeah, like she's I'm like, I'll, I'll do it. But, like, honestly, I don't need it. Like, I'm I'm good, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I loved how... I mean, this this was an interesting kind of take on, like, like therapy and counseling and, and like, what, like, the idea of, like, do when I need therapy and when I don't need therapy. And it's not so much that black and whiteness. It's, like, you know, it's, like, when you, you know, when you're fixing this big thing that in this moment where you think you need therapy, like, mm-hmm. yes, but, like, once you're, quote, unquote, handling that you still like you still need therapy to like deal with all the other shit in your life like it's never a kind of or count you know the the idea of like seeking out help for your mental health is never just like a one and done thing mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. especially when dealing process. with with as big of a thing as you know rape <clears throat> yeah and i think it's like um it's not, it's not like a you know you're not you're never cured of- yes grief or trauma necessarily like you learn how to cope with it you know you learn how to deal with it but you're never truly just like i'm over it now i'm done it's like no like you you know you just you just learn you learn better ways to to deal with these things and obviously she's at a point where she she's made a huge step that she's no longer putting the blame on herself because that's massive because that really is a, a very burdensome feeling after um an assault but she's sure of it, and you know she's being Paige. Paige is Paige is Paige. She's like, listen, girl, mm-hmm. I'm over it. Like, I'm ready to walk out. Like, school year's almost done. Like, I'm I'm deuces. Thanks, Miss Sove, but catch you later. Smile later, girl. <laughs> <laughs> In the most Paige way, and I love it because she just it's Paige. Mm-hmm. You know, she's just she's like, badass. Girl, I'm, like, I'm good. But if you if you need me for anything, like, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you want to talk, <laughs> like, I mean, we can go shopping sometime because, girl, like, you really need it. Like, you look like you need a little revamp. Okay. Well, you know, I'll leave well, <laughs> That's why she's our girl. She's our girl. Mm-hmm. Um, so she runs into JT in the hall. He's like doing his mascot thing, and they have a nice little banter. And like, you know, she's she's nice to him. Like, she's not like you know calling right, him she, names or anything. They kind of a genuine like interaction, like kind of friendly interaction. Yeah, and kind of like pointed to the thing that was like, oh, Paige is like in a better place. Like, she's not blowing up at people she's like you know like she's <laughs> not not the same but to quote to quote one of the best she's walking on sunshine you know <laughs> <laughs> that term Different is forever context. ruined by intervention like the we talk about it so much but like i could never hear someone say i'm walking on sunshine without just being like being I shouldn't laugh at that. That girl was struggling, but I'm sure she even watches that show. She's like, "Whoa, I was wilding!" Like, yeah, she's like, "Damn," she's like, "I was like doing a lot." Um, Marco and Ellie are pitching this project idea to Mr. Simpson. They're making like a a commercial. Once again, this 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 class is beyond. I don't know what this class is about anymore. Um, so they're, they're the like only perf- ones that that are doing the project apparently. Yeah, I'm like, is, that, is everyone doing this or just them? Isn't there only people working on this? It's so weird because um, they were presenting and then Mr. Simpson was like, hmm, interesting. Good job. 
you won. Congratulations. Now you're on to the next round. And it's like, there's no deliberation. There's no grading. Like, Yeah, it's like, so our, I guess I had to get their thing approved before they could actually like, start the project, right. which, yeah, which is realistic. Like, you have Classic to, school, like, yeah. I'm, t- hey, I'm doing this. You know, you can't just, like, show up with a project. <laughs> you yeah, can just let teenagers just do what they want. Like, I need to make sure this is approved. You know, it's like a talent show. Like, you have to, like, mm-hmm. there's never really an audition for the talent show. It's more like, show me what you plan on doing because I need to make sure yeah. it's appropriate for I gotta, for school. What do they call it when it's like, I got to fill out, I got to fill this, um, the bill? I got to fill the bill? Like, the, the lineup? No, like, the lineup when someone's, like, making a lineup for the night. Oh, yeah, like, lineup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah. You say fill a bill. I was like, what? Yeah, I think maybe I'm thinking of like what they those like. Or like thinking like a roster or something. Yeah, or like the the theater thing, like the playbill. Oh yeah, the, I mean, is it obvious that I, that I'm not in show business in any capacity? It's a show. It'd be a show lineup. Like who's like who's mm-hmm. going? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got it. Got Great it, job. Got it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> they're doing like a per, like a perfume ad, and it's duet. It's like Ooh. unisex perfume. They're doing it before Gaga did it, which is good for them. Oh, um, I, I was about to say, I was like, I've never smelt a unisex perfume. That doesn't sound good, but I should smell Gaga's. Yeah, it's got a drop of her blood in it. Allegedly. That's how she marketed it when it came out. It was like, I put what? a drop in like of blood in the whole batch, which is like, means nothing because it's a massive batch of perfume. So like, you're not going to get any of it, but it's like. I put some blood. It's she was doing that, and no one got mad about that. But Lil Nas X says he put blood in, in a sneaker, and people were like, "He's the devil," <laughs> you know. It's like it's, celebrities love to put blood and stuff for no reason. Like they're they're all sick in the head. Yeah. Also, do celebrities still make perfumes? I don't think it's as as common. I feel like that was like a. I feel like it's a bygone era. It was weird that Gaga did it because it was like yeah, it was twenty tens, and I'm like. I feel like that's very, it's giving me like Paris Hilton, like when, like that was a very in mid aughts. Like J-Lo, Celine mm-hmm. Dion. Yes, everyone had a perfume line. Now everyone has a makeup line. That's like the new thing that right. you have to do. I feel like more often than not, celebrities just work with like, you know, um, like Dior and they just do yeah, the perfume so ad for them versus like, versus like doing their own perfume. Cause it's like, I don't want what? Like it's so random. But also like, I really. <laughs> Um, okay, speaking of celebrities, I was like, oh, I wonder if on anyone Degrassi like made a perfume. But remember, <laughs> this is recent. Drake like was coming out with a candle line of like oh scents, yeah of like things that smelled like him. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, I need to get one. <laughs> like, I I, I'm like pretty I sure need- we t- we discussed this and like like being yeah. like I think we bashed it, but we're also like I wonder what he smells like. He probably smells really good. Like Rihanna should do a, a candle app thing. Cause I, they, like, celeb- all celebrities say that Rihanna smells like really good. You like, <laughs> you know, like when you're young and you smell like a Bath and Body Works like scent for the first time, and you're like, "This is class." But then, <laughs> but then when you get older, you're like, "This, this is a little it gives immature. me a headache." Yeah, Rihanna <laughs> smells like a mature Bath and Body Works like cucumber melon. But like classy mm. and refined, mm-hmm. like one of those melons that grow in France that they use for that skincare line that like only like certain like, like Cindy Crawford sells that skincare mm-hmm. line. The melons, mm-hmm. she smells like the melon extract. Oh yeah, 
but like also like sweet and like juicy that like kids can like the scent too, Rihanna. But like mm-hmm. it's like it's like refined that you could wear it as an adult and like walk into a boardroom, you know? Yeah, but with a hint of weed. Oh, very faint. Yes, it's yes. Like a weed. It's like mm, that's how she yes. smells. And it's just like it keeps you guessing. It's like that person where you like you hear the accent, you're like, Ooh, "Where are you from?" That's Rihanna's scent. It's like, "Where's that from?" Mm-hmm. 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 You're right. Oh. Damn, you hit the Rihanna. Like, let us know when that candle drops. When that perfume, she let drops. us know. She listens to the pod. Where's the Fenty perfume? Fact. Damn it! <gasps> Damn it! Oh my god, I want to smell like Rihanna. Um. So, like, they're being all cute, Marco and Ellie, and Craig is like, oh, you guys are so perfect. And, like, Marco kisses Ellie's hand in front of him. But then she looks at him like, what? I mean, like, it's the life of a beard, girl. Like, you need to just take it. Like, this is, you've accepted, you've you've agreed to this. Like, that's the kind of shit he gonna be doing. Like, (laughs) this is classic, like, I'm sorry. Mixed mixed signals, like, as a, like, a young teen, you're like, does he, like, love me? Like because you know Ellie still married? loves him. Like Ellie, Ellie's yeah. still into him, even though even though he made it kind of clear like what your role is right now. Uh-huh. But she's like, well, maybe like I can fix it, which we see as this plays out. Maybe she mm-hmm. thinks of, like, girl, we all we all thought we could make a gay man straight, and mm-hmm. you know, and it's very Ellie, rare. It's very <laughs> very rare. Rare slash when they're, near when they're like, hey, hun, babe. Um, is it okay if we just like fake it so I don't get beat up at school? Um, <laughs> still no desire to date you even in the fake relationship, but like, is that okay? Can we work that out? And I can get like, you some I of could mom's eggplant parmigiana hmm? as payment. <laughs> <laughs> I know you like it. He like shakes. He like shakes the container of parmigiana in her face. She's like, oh, fine. It's the perfect, perfect vegetarian man. dish. I'm like, what? <laughs> vegetarian meal <laughs> so, like, okay. i mean yeah i guess i mean it's good <laughs> like it's leftover eggplant parm i don't know if it's that great okay is it the best <laughs> vegetarian love, meal okay babe i love an eggplant parm like, i do a fresh fried one like or something i don't want yeah it's over. better when it's fresh when it's old it's like the eggplant's all like weird no. um so the spirit squad is practicing because they're going to have a basketball tournament at Degrassi. Mm-hmm. Um, Spinner comes in and we find out that the final team is going to be Bardell. Be- and he's annoyed because he's like, oh, your boyfriend's back. Which before mm-hmm. this, Paige had run into him like, oh, I like your roots. Like she was kind of complimenting him. So there was kind of like a little bit of vibe. But yeah. then he finds out Bardell's coming. So he starts being a little pissy baby. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, your boyfriend's back and walks away. But, um, you know, this obviously triggers Paige because mm-hmm. her rapist is literally coming to her school, probably one of the few places she feels safe. Yeah. And she goes to Miss Sauve and she asks her, like, you know, what's the deal? Like, if I want to press charges against Dean, what I have to do? Um, and Miss Sauve is very upfront and transparent. She's mm-hmm. like, listen, you know, you can, but it's going to be hard because, you know, it's been a while since the rape. There isn't much physical evidence. I guess she did go to the, she went and got like, um, um, but I don't even know if I want if it was a rape kid. It must. It probably wasn't. She probably went to the doctor and got yeah. like testing for like an STD and stuff. But like, yeah, you know, it didn't it was, really prove anything. Unfortunately, yeah, it was because I remember like in the episode, the shout episode, like there was like the party and then 
the next week at school um that's when like she finally like has that conversation with hazel and it's like oh my gosh i was raped and then she's like oh i'm not gonna go get tested and then she Mm. eventually goes so it's allude to that it's been several days um but i liked that they did um that the very degrassi thing of like okay we're giving you factual information within this Mm -hmm. dramatic kind of scripted moment um Mm -hmm. and i like and it's not heavy-handed i like that it's like it's she genuinely asked the question and she gives her the answer, which is what the reality is. And it doesn't feel like, well, they're dropping Paige, statistics it, and stuff. Yeah. It's like, which is so unnatural and weird. Yeah. I really like that. And I liked that she, in a very, like, almost in a kind of example setting way of like, if you're someone like communicating or being there for someone that's going through this, like, here's how you can kind of like, be honest with them and realistic but like also like be like empathetic mm-hmm. or and sympathetic supportive. or empathetic yeah and supportive um and like but also just being like hey this is the fucking system and yeah and yeah not not blaming in any way of like well if you would have gone earlier we would have had some evidence like kind of thing it's like yeah no like it's like the longer kind of like you know in a kind of teaching moment of like if you or someone you know is ever experiencing this like the sooner it's reported the better yeah so i and honestly with with her situation too because it was like acquaintance rape i mean Mm -hmm. unfortunately i mean i'm not an expert on this but if she had gone sooner it still would have been because it possibly it's still probably really hard to prove anything because it's like the way, I mean, and this is kind of like the fucked up, <laughs> how fucked up like reporting rapes are is like, you know, one's testimony of what happened to them is not enough evidence, unfortunately. That just isn't. Right. Because really like, she could have gone to the doctor and all they see is that she had sex. Exactly. It, is, it doesn't really necessarily prove if it was, you know, by force or consensual, you know? So it's like, it's, it's tough because it's like, yeah. yeah, obviously we all say like the sooner the better, but like a lot of times- even when you do it, it's it's still not sufficient. Exactly. Because <laughs> exactly. somehow someone like saying, I mean, I mean, it's complicated. I don't know. Yeah. I'm also I'm, I'm also assuming that the legal system is at least similar to the United States in terms of how these things work out. I feel like mm-hmm. that would they're probably pretty similar. So, but Mrs. Ovey is like, hey, but if you want to move forward, like I support you, I'll be there for you to help you build your case. But Paige is like, never mind. Like she doesn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. Um. So um, after school is when Ashley <laughs> sees Ellie. They're like, she's like planning out this commercial because Marco's really into Bollywood. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, we're into like a Bollywood kind of musical type thing for this um, commercial, which I'm like, y'all doing a lot for this class. Like, I'm going to have a whole Bollywood <laughs> also, musical. This, they were really like, all right, this is this is Marco's coming out moment on television. They <laughs> when when they were talking to Mr. Simpson. I was like, yeah, it's going to be pretty flashy. Like She was like, kind of like, yeah, we're doing something different with this ad. And then Marco goes, it's going to be fun and fabulous. And I was like, oh, okay. So this is the coming out episode for, for Marco. Wow, you really made the gay character <laughs> say fabulous. Like, come on. No, like the one time that Degrassi has ever used this word in a line. Like, it's I don't think I've ever, I've ever heard. I have quite a few friends who are gay men. I don't think I've ever heard any of them say fabulous. No, it's only in the gay trope on television. <laughs> it's 
like, who says that? Maybe it's a tie. Maybe like this was like. Even on fucking RuPaul's Drag Race, they don't use it. You know, it's fabulous. Like, no. it's fab. Like, no one says that. Like, exactly. Says that? Like, what the fuck? The only time I ever heard someone say fabulous is um, Jade on ANTM. This party's fabulous. Fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> what were they advertising? Campbell's Soup? Was that Campbell's No, no. They, she, it was a cover girl commercial. And they're at the Walkie oh, Book party. yes. And she's Campbell's like Soup spinning, was in Tokyo. She, she's like spinning around. She's like, yeah, Campbell's Soup was in to- Tokyo with Eva and them. Kiyotai just did a really big rewatch ANTM, so I'm like, no, that was, oh, that was that, in season two. <laughs> oh, literally all of that's living rent-free in my brain, so any day of the week, I got you. <laughs> well, you know, I put Evan on to ANTM because I was like, okay, you love Drag Race, you'll love ANTM because it's like, ANTM is what birthed Drag Race because yeah. it was like, oh, let's take dra- let's take ANTM and Project Runway and make it gay or <sighs> Okay, yes. <laughs> yes. and and oh. i showed it to evan and evan is was hooked to the point where like every night he'd be like can we watch more atm <laughs> listen it transcends everyone like it's got everything it's 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 peak competition that will draw in anyone and it's mm-hmm. like early 2000s reality tv which means there are no rules <laughs> they do anything anything on that what show. is blackface what is, what is, what is, I mean, my favorite line, um, not my favorite line, my favorite moment is when, um, was Kenya was, was mad that she didn't get to open Nelson Mandela. <laughs> and she's like, it, it, it would have meant so one. much to me because I'm black. And I'm like, Naima literally is like, I mean, she's mixed, but like, she got black in her, like, damn. Oh, Kenya, Kenya. Like, she, though, she was like, listen, okay. And then she be, she like she made a big deal in like the talking head, but like wasn't like she never mentioned any like she like barely mentioned to anyone. They're like, "This is an issue for you." Well, because remember, she, Brittany cell? had Brittany had to tell her that Nelson Mandela was still alive. Oh my god! Because she asked Brittany like, "Is Nelson Mandela still alive?" Like we don't hear her, but like whispers it to her. She tells her, "Yes, he's still alive." And then she's crying at the cell. It's like, babe, you just found out he was not dead. Like. <laughs> Mm, R.I.P. Like, Nelson Mandela. I know. Um, so I wonder if Kenya knows if he's alive or dead now. Probably not. <laughs> she had to grieve again. Poor thing. <laughs> so um, yeah, that's when Marco has like, oh, my mom's home and who made eggplant parmesan, and um, Ash is like, wow, you guys seem like be like doing really well. Like, I guess has Ashley just. Ex- she's like Ashley is being shady. She knows she's like that boy gay. She's like, Listen, wow, you guys have a great relationship. Right, because I, I I was like, I was like, oh, does Ashley like wait, does Ashley at some point ask Ellie, like, is Marco gay? Or is that Yes, it, in a previous episode when okay. when Marco is questioning it, because remember Ellie's like, Yeah, he doesn't like want to like do stuff with me. And then she was like, Do you think he's gay? Because Ashley has oh, a gay dad. Right, right. So I guess Ashley, like, Ellie kind of snaps on her. But you know Ashley's like, he gay. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's like, like alright sis I mean I'll say like, I ain't gonna say it I ain't gonna bring it up again <laughs> but you know Ashley and she's like you guys are the perfect couple and it's like really Ashley you gotta be like that after you're like, you call you called him out you gotta be like that yeah put the that salt in the wound bitch also like, come can on. we talk about what Ashley is fucking wearing yes <sighs> she <laughs> what, would, what would you call this 
Um, cause they were like those, what they, they, I called them like those caftan sweaters that were really popular. Like the long, like coat length sweaters with the long sleeves. It's and like, um, like it's almost a cape, but not really. It's very much like, it's an all black clueless look. Like it's very much something Cher would wear where it's like, um, almost like a very light fabric with like a boa fur trim on the wrist mm-hmm. and neckline. Yes. Um, but it's all black and, but like because of the fur, it's very glamorous looking, um, which is kind of weird for Ashley to be wearing with her goth look. She's doing like a high goth, like high glam goth look, like a high priestess. Yeah. Yeah. And like, it's a lot. Hey, I just, I just got, I'm new money goth, you know? <laughs> new money goth i love mm-hmm. that that's just like a good like a subgenre of music uh-huh that'd, that'd be interesting to listen to um but you know it's just again i'm just ready for ashley to like get it together because she's all over the place yeah. with this with this goth look and i just me myself and ellie are ready for it to be over and for her yeah because even ellie's kind of like doing more of a punk thing now she's less gothy and more like kind of she had her leather jacket she's got a little crimp going on like she's more like kind of punk alt whereas ashley's still leaning into like halloween goth and (laughs) ellie's like okay come on girl got up you gotta evolve this look like Like, let's Um, add some personality to this because i think you're only just she's looking for anything black and that's you gotta you gotta refine it a little bit just a little bit um, so later on, JT runs into Paige, who's like sitting by herself. He's trying to make her laugh, but um she's like not amused. Um and he's like, What's wrong? And she's like ki- she's kind of short with him. She's a lot shorter than she was before, and he thinks like she's mad at him or something, but she's just like she's not planning on cheering cheering at the tournament because it's just a guy from Bardell is coming and she doesn't want to see him. And he thinks it's like, oh, like an ex-boyfriend. He's like, oh, just like give him, you know, the old page, like, you know, razzle dazzle. Just like cut him right. down. Like you could do it, you know. Um, Marco and Ellie, they're, so they're filming their commercial. They're outside. And there's all these like, <laughs> like curtains and stuff. Like they're really committing <laughs> to the bit. Um, mm. I guess Heather Sinclair is supposed to be in the group, but she's not there. So they're like, That's what I thought she, Ellie. Yeah, Ellie steps in to, like, mark the scene. So they're doing, like, the little, he, like, jumps into the scene and he's, like, sing a duet or whatever with the stupid perfume (laughs) slash cologne. Um, But then Ellie kisses him and he's, like, what was that? And she's, like, I don't even know what that was. Like, what what am I doing? That's, like, classic, like, I'm drunk. And so I suddenly have, like, the courage to, like, try something new. But then immediately you regret it. You're like, I read the situation wrong. Yes. This was a bad idea. <laughs> I did not read the room. Like, <laughs> um, so it's the day of the tournament and Paige is, like, she wakes up. Like, she clearly has been up. She's not slept. She's yeah. stressed. Yeah. Poor thing. Um, But she decides she's going to cheer. And... Hazel's like, are you going to be okay? You know, like, what are we going to do? And Paige is like, I'll just stay away from him. But he shows right up and runs right up to them like the creep he is. Mm-hmm. And, oh God. And he, like, tries, like, I don't know, is this flirting, taunting? I don't know what this, what he thought. I mean, he's taunting her. Yeah. Like, basically. And um, 
he like, you know, he like, oh, he's calling her spirit and shit. And he's making fun of the song. Like, oh, like, oh, you know, get your, you and your girl, your little girl group couldn't get together and sing another yeah. serenade. I'm just like, I, if this man doesn't get punched in the face right now by somebody, oh someone needs to, God. they, this actor has the most smug fucking look on it. I want to hit him <laughs> so bad. Yeah. Very punchable face. Yeah, he's very much got, like, the natural eyebrow arch to, like, always look evil. Yes. <laughs> like, he just, he it's the angle. And, yeah, he just, I mean, like, the taunting, you're exactly right, and, like, the harassment, and, like, the, also, like, if, it was kind of that taunting that, like, the, the super, like, macho, like, aggressive male... Like, they're like, oh, if I get some sort of, like, they're, like, hoping that maybe the taunting will, like, in return get flirting back. Like, yeah, like, I well, think maybe he... I'll get something. It's like, what? Yeah, which is why I, I, I misspoke and said flirting, taunting, because it was, like, taunting, but it was, like, oh, we can do it again. Like, oh, like, like he's just, yeah. it's, like, and, I, and in that moment, I'm thinking, like, do you understand what you did? Like, or do you, no. like, what do you think you did? Like, I, and and it is not to excuse anything and not to be like, well, maybe he doesn't know he, ra-. no, of course he raped right. her. But it's like that thing where it's like, does he like understand or, I mean, he doesn't give a fuck. I mean, he doesn't care. That's what, it, right. why am I trying to rationalize what's not rational? Like, he doesn't care because um, yeah. he's a piece of shit. And, um, you know, she stands up to him. She's like, you're at my school. I don't want to see you or talk to you again. But then, he starts to taunt her some more. He was like, you wanted it. Like, you came to the who, you know, he asked Hazel, like, you came to the party. Who was she here to see? Hazel doesn't say anything. And he's like, exactly. See, Hazel, that's what Hazel should have popped the fuck up. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, bitch, I don't give a fuck who she came to see. I'll get in his face. Like, like Hazel, pop off, babe. Like, you, yeah. <laughs> not the time to be quiet. Like, fuck this guy. Exactly. You're in a safe space. All the people around here, what's going to do to me? Nothing. Yeah. Bitch ass. Sorry. Yeah. This, he makes me so mad. <laughs> he's so guy. mad. Because it's oh, like it's so he's so good at it. He's the so actor, good at I mean. it, and he's like the embodiment of like all, like, like all the patriarchy, right? Like it's all in our all the patriarchal like views and norms that like like mm-hmm. contribute to like rape, rape culture, culture and mm-hmm. and like the the acceptability of like and the acceptability and exp- and explaining a way of like why um like rape is acceptable and like in these certain situations where and then like and then if in that acceptability it's well and you know in in those eyes it's not quote unquote rape it's you know it was well you asked for it this was something consensual and um and at the end of the day who's gonna believe you because look at the look at the optics of it and i feel like it's so it's so like um like enraging because it's like he his character embodies like everything at once and like Mm -hmm. (laughs) says it all and he looks evil and it's just like (laughs) He's a big it's, neck. Uh, yeah, oh my god! He's a very he's a, wide he's like, neck. Like a, such a wide, like very much like roid rage energy, and mm-hmm. it's just it's so it's just so much. And I think um, it's I don't know that like it's it was a smart choice. I think probably you know from the writers and you know creators' standpoint of like 
you know, kind of creating it. And in reality, the thing is, it's not just one person kind of like, you know, voicing these things and giving Mm -hmm. this energy. It's an entire system. That's like an entire Mm -hmm. wall of people doing these things and saying these things. Yeah. It's a culture. And it's like, a. mm -hmm. I mean, people like Dean are rewarded for like, and this is kind of what I was getting into the whole, like discussion about gender because he, Mm -hmm. he embodies. I mean, he's toxic masculinity, but he also embodies just masculinity. Like, yeah. He's attractive. He's an athlete. He's aggressive. And he's been rewarded for those behaviors his whole life. And we live in a culture where we do yeah. reward men for, for embodying that very narrow, like heteronormative, like masculinity mm-hmm. and macho behavior. And then we wonder why like these things happen. And it's like, because well, we, we, we do, all of us. And, and even yeah. us critiquing it, we live in this, we can't exactly. escape the culture that we live in. Like we also are part of it. It's interesting because I just was watching... Um, well, Grimes has been in the news because she and Elon Musk broke up. But I was listening to that song, Oblivion. Do you know Oblivion? Wait, you said Leon Rhymes? No, I said Grimes and Elon Musk. <laughs> okay, because I was like, I was like, I didn't think Leon Rhymes was dating Elon Musk. <laughs> it seems to me. Okay, yes, okay, got it, got it, got it. Yes, I think it'd be, well, up. they're broken up now, so it'd be a good pairing, maybe Leon Rhymes and, and Elon Musk. Why not? Um, but she has this song called Oblivion and there's a, a music video for it. And it's like, so basically like the backstory of that is like, um, Grimes was, was raped. Mm-hmm. And the song is basically about like being a woman and just kind of being vulnerable in certain spaces and kind of like, you know, the, you know, kind of her experience or whatever. But the music mm-hmm. video is really interesting because she like, it's her just kind of singing the song in different, like very masculine spaces. So she's at like, uh, um a motocross derby she's at like a football game there's just like where all these like very like very traditional masculine things are happening she's in like a locker room with a bunch of guys and they're like pumping iron and shit and like it's just i don't know it's just really interesting it's made me think about it because it's like you're in these like to the point about how like our culture like rewards this behavior Mm -hmm. and of course masculinity itself is not toxic i'm not saying like just being a man is bad no of course not but, like, that sort of aggression is, like, rewarded. So we're at, like, a basketball game. And, like, these guys are being really rough. And, like, that's something we, like, celebrate. But then we kind of separate it from the other side of masculinity, even though, like, I think they're kind of part of the same DNA. Yeah. Obviously, everybody who, like, is, you know, an athlete is not a rapist. But it's, like, that's still part of it, you know. And, that, and I understand how in those spaces it can it can be kind of scary, like, with – yeah. men being very aggressive and like hostile in that like it's scary i know i'm for me whenever i'm around men and like do and get guys guys get like route i don't feel comfortable because i'm just like i don't i don't like this because it feels like it's just very uncontrolled unchecked aggression is like very scary to me as just like a, a small woman <laughs> it's just like right when I see that, I'm like, I shut off. I'm like, I, I remove. I'm like, I can't because not that I think everything's gonna happen to me, but just like, I don't like it. Like, it just makes me, it, it creeps me out. Like, it's just it's scary to yeah. me. And I, I think a lot also, of women know that experience. It just like, mm, yeah, I'm like this. I, <laughs> I completely agree. And I think also kind of like what you're saying, like it's the idea of like this unchecked energy, and it's this kind of it's the same kind of. Um, energy that's used to be like oh well you know like men 
men they all you know men are always men are different than women you know they have they have these urges they have these like these but then at they the can't same control time like yeah. by the same time women are emotional and irrational but it's like but we we control ourselves more than like, yeah. we are conditioned to control ourselves way more than men ever are. exactly and so it's like it's it's <laughs> so very what? much that unchecked thing of like where it's like this energy of like oh like you know this is our natural state and we don't have to like whatever whatever feeling or whatever want we have in this moment we just have to like let it be like it's the same thing of like i mean i love watching a sports documentary i love sports but like especially like football like the kind of like locker room Mm. pep talk is like and they're just like like they're like you have to get in the zone like don't think anything about us like just like like don't think just do and it's like this is uh weird like these are teenagers that are literally risking their lives for a fucking <laughs> ball sport like what the fuck <laughs> it's weird crazy. you're right it is when you really think about it it's like this is crazy like why are we doing this yeah and then it's like but then it's like they can't like the, like the same passion doesn't exist in any other facet of life and it's like uh yeah and we also I mean, get, we assume yeah. we also assume and this isn't to like excuse toxic behavior but especially with young men and then we 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 assume that they're able to just shut it off when they need to and it's like i don't know you again you're celebrating them being this way and then you act surprised when they continue to be this way yeah. it's like you're like yeah you're expecting someone with like an undeveloped brain you know to then know like this is when it's appropriate to be this way and when i'm on the court but not when I'm in the hallway and not when yeah. I'm like on a date or not when like you need to know exactly. when to fucking turn that shit off. But you don't exactly. teach them that. So you're just like, just go free in the world. Yeah. I like I literally just watched there's on Netflix. There's a really good group of documentaries out right now um, called Untold. And it's uh, several different sports situations, mm-hmm. varying of years and sports and people. Um and there was one, a really entertaining one about uh, a, was it New Jersey? No, a Connecticut hockey team. Um, mm. And it's really funny, really entertaining. Um, but, uh, and like somehow very like Real Housewives of New Jersey adjacent. <laughs> like okay. Sopranos adjacent. It's very good. Um, and like Jersey Shore-esque. Like it's got, it's got all the things. Um but uh there's like people on there like the hockey players and there's this one guy that was like like known as like he like they wanted him on the team um mm-hmm. but he like was in jail for like beating up and like attacking like a corrections officer and they wanted him on the team cuz he was going to be like a good like ho- like a good fighter for the hockey team and the cuz he was being interviewed for the documentary and just like the language oh he God. was using about like like Again, uncontrollable anger and then that how being channeled that then being channeled into like being successful in sports. And it's like, I feel like I don't I don't know the way that you're like exploding off of someone saying one word to you in a game. Like, are you telling me that you you know how to turn that off for people, you know, in your personal life? Like, I don't believe that. I don't believe it. I don't I don't think I don't think. And again. Not every, I'm not saying all male athletes are like these violent people. No, of course not. But like, but it's, but there is it's like, human. humans can't cont- just turn that on and off. 
yeah, you're condoning it and celebrating it and getting paid lots of money being that way. Yeah. I don't know if you can always know, like, when it's appropriate to be that way. Are you yeah, like that like all the, the time? Human, like, it, it's just scary. The human thing of, like, somehow, like, forming in your brain being like, this is, like, the reward kind of system, right? Like, you're yeah. being rewarded for this. This is good. Exactly. This is going to end in a good result mm-hmm. kind of reactionary thing. It's, it's, Absolutely. It's weird, is all we're saying. And it's just a little bit weird. Mm-hmm. It's just a little bit weird. And again, any sort of. I think. <laughs> I'm, I was about to go into like a very deep, like long winded thing. I'm not going to do that. But I think it's just like it's it's just a, this kind of thing we're talking about. It's just kind of a glimpse and kind of like a touch on the idea that like we live in a very very hyper aggressive society mm-hmm. like that's not necessary right like we're mm-hmm. not fighting for our life okay like we're not especially like because even if you do want to pile into the argument of like oh it's natural stuff but it's like yeah but like from my evolutionary standpoint we're not living out in the exactly. in the wilderness anymore where like you had to be that way to survive it's like Guys, you sit you sit at a desk. You don't need to be this way. <laughs> yeah. You buy your food at the grocery store. You're not hunting it. You don't need to, oh, I'm a man. Like, you don't need to do that anymore. <laughs> We've made life easier so you don't have to die <laughs> trying to feed your family. You just go to the store and get the, st- the fucking steak. God damn it. <laughs> Weirdos. <laughs> exactly. Just, like, calm your fucking tits. Jesus Christ. That'd be a funny sketch of, like, men doing that shit in like the most normal spaces like i have to feed my family like oh i'm a caveman but like you're at giant <laughs> like just put the food in the basket why are you like why do you do it why do you have a club <laughs> yeah <laughs> who's a sport there's enough for all of us you don't have to fight for it <laughs> it's on sale um anyway <laughs> um so Ellie comes over to Marco and she has like an updated version of this commercial. She wants like this like very like black and white, like sleek, you know. It's minimalist. Minimalist slash masculine um, commercial. <laughs> and we know what you're doing, girl. I I, yeah. I, I, I clocked we, you. I know what you're trying yeah. to do. Like a little bit less colorful. And um, but he's like, he's like, oh, this is boring. But he's like, OK, like, I guess I'll do this like weird Ingmar Bergman commercial over you my weird goth right. girlfriend um <laughs> so everyone is like hanging out and getting pumped before the tournament we see jimmy he's like oh yeah we're gonna beat bardell then spinner's like jimmy should be careful like they're a hard team i'm like don't worry about what jimmy's doing you already just stole from jimmy <laughs> like don't, also who's don't. that who's that black man like in full like, like was that XLT? a student like no i he sure, looks old. Lena, I, in my mind i was like he must be the mc like dj he looks like a radio like full-on disc jockey that like was hired for the event or something he looks i have no idea we fuck. he looked old as hell i was like who's this old man he's like jimmy he's he just turned to anyone who was near him he was like jimmy should be careful and the man's like who's jimmy like, what the fuck are you talking about i don't know jimmy um and Paige is like, we have to beat them. And then Dean comes back and he's like, eh, I can't. He makes another little fucking push him. Someone push him down, please. Uh, push him Just fucking trip him. down the stairs. Please. Um, but Spinner sees this and he asks Hazel, like, oh, like, he's making comments about Paige and, like, oh, her and her little boyfriend, blah, blah, blah. And Paige, Hazel's like, 
you don't understand what happened. He's like, what? Like, I all I know is he went to, she went to the party and like hooked up with him. And she's like, what if it wasn't like that? Like, what if she said no? But Spitter doesn't agree. He doesn't believe her. And it's just the men, the men in this, just being men, being terrible. Um, Marco and Ellie are doing their commercial, but Marco like keeps cracking up because he's like, oh my God, this is like so stupid like i feel like we're selling tampons like he's just like really not like i mean the tampon joke i was like what what again i'm like this is this is showing its its age where i'm like so we're making (laughs) tampons well the line was like absorption or absorb like (laughs) i would also think it's like is it like a tampon thing you're right in my mind i watched it and i was like tampon joke that's that's what kind of bullshit is this? The patriarchy. Because <laughs> I'm just like on it today. But then she's I realized, like, yeah, it's like just exchange funny. Exchange your absorption or something. It was weird. Like, ooh, <laughs> that's gross. Yeah. Um, but he's like, he's like, this makes no sense. Why don't we just go back? He's like, I'm the only one doing it. And the product's called Duet. Like, let's just go back outside and like, just like get some people and do the, what we wanted to do originally. And he's like, you know, she's like not into it. And he's mad because he's like, you've been mean to me lately. Like you treat me like you're a slave. And she's like, I've, I've been the one treating you treat me like a slave. Cause she's his beer. And she goes in and, and basically says like, I don't want to do this flaming and like cuts herself off. And he's like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. And he's like, basically like, um, he's like how basically he can't be who she wants him to be. And she says, can't or won't. And I was like, Jesus, Ellie, like, <laughs> That is she, once again she she, is, she says it, but she also regrets it immediately. Because I'm like, that sounds psychotic, Ellie. You can't say that to people. Yeah, I feel like I feel like she's been hearing her mom like drunkenly ramble at the TV, being like, "All oh, these people, you're not born that way. You, it's a choice." <laughs> she's just like spitting it back out at Marco. It's like, oh no. Yeah, it's like well, because it's layered, right? Because it's like a question of like, mm-hmm. oh, you're implying he's choosing to be gay, but also like. He won't be straight for you. And I'm like, girl, yeah. <laughs> that's not how it works. I know you want him bad. You're down bad. But like, you got to accept that this will never be. Um, right. So Paige and Hazel are talking about what Hazel told Spinner. She's like, yeah, I'm sorry. I told him like, whatever. And she's upset. And like, she's like, whatever. Spinner doesn't believe me anyway. Like, no one believes me. And um, it's tough. You know, and she's like, you know, I'm going home. Fuck this. I'm not doing this. Dean won again. I don't want to deal with this. Um, but when she gets up to go, she sees Dean is like chatting up Manny, who was younger. And she's still got her little pigtail, little like ponytail on the front. Oh, dear God. <laughs> Manny. She, oh, she um, has some little baubles in her hair. She's like, <laughs> truly five years old. Yeah. Um, which, you know, freaks her out. And so later she goes up to Manny. And she's like, hey. You know, Dean, like, just someone warned me about him. I want to warn you, like, whatever. And here come Manny. Manny with the classic, you're jealous. Manny loves, this is, like, the beginning of you're jealous, Manny. Because I feel like this is a constant with her. Where anytime someone has to tell her anything good for her, she's like, you know what? You're just jealous. I'm like, babe, no one's jealous. She's like, Dean, I know that Dean dumped you. And, like, you need to get over it. And walks away. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, Manny. Yeah, Come Manny's on. the girl um, who, like, realizes – she, like, goes into middle school, like, very, like, innocent and, like, very, like, huh? I'm Manny. Like, I do cartwheels. And then she, like, realizes she's, like, oh, I'm hot. Like, <laughs> I'm fucking hot. Like, get out of the fucking way, everyone. Like, I'm hot shit. 
I mean, it's everyone's almost, jealous. It's almost time for you got the look, Manny. So can't wait. Um, the page is like, honey, sit down. Like the queen bee is here. Like get the fuck out of here. Like sit like, down. I'm not jealous. I am not jealous of you. Um, of all people, sit down. not you. But also, it's just like it's Manny's yeah. reaction is so aggressive because like. Paige came to her very, like, girl to girl. It wasn't even, like, a, like, stay away from Dean. He's mine. Or, like, you know, that kind of thing. It was very, like, hey, like, I would take that seriously. Because she, she came to her, like, very sincere. Yeah. That I'm, like, Especially because they're friends from cheerleading. Like, it's not just yeah. some, like, random person. I feel like they, mm-hmm. this, this is kind of one odd kind of thing in the episode that is kind of out of place. Um, I mean, it could happen. Like, but it is it's supposed but... to mirror what happened at the party exactly remember because exactly. that girl was like hey cool it and then she was like mm-hmm. <laughs> you're jealous like basically the same thing you know yeah. but it's also i guess it's kind of interesting though if, like how like especially when i think every like girl and like young woman like at some point like has the kind of like you're like truly like sucked into the patriarchal vortex of like i need the man like at all costs i need the man to like me mm-hmm. and like like for fuck everyone else in my way and like like that's what happened like you know in the specific situation of like the girl warning page and page was like fuck you like you don't know what i want like 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 i'm hot shit like i got this outfit on you know and like the same and thing also kinda... seeing other women as competition because you're mm-hmm. you're reading her telling you that is like oh like you just want him and that's why you're telling me this and not like you know i'm trying to help you out yes yeah. so and it's also the kind of like as we've noticed this episode is like what the the rumor mill has been saying about Paige and what happened and like outside of Ashley maybe well yeah Ashley knows because she's done research and <laughs> Hazel <laughs> and Paige and I think maybe maybe like PMS the girls yeah PMS yeah. yeah outside of them no one like really knows the truth about things mm-hmm. so there's just the rumor that yeah, like yeah yeah Paige you know fucked the guy at the party and like hurt Spinner or whatever so mm-hmm. and in Manny's position you know she's like yeah he dumped you like move on kind of thing you know yeah yeah it's just interesting because no one no one stops like i think it it says something about too like i think what people's opinion of pages it's like that they don't even question that maybe it wasn't consensual even with spinner finding out about when hazel tells him outright and he's still just like whatever like he doesn't believe it and it's like aside from just like the general issue of people not believing victims but also like because it's Paige and people just have this perception that Paige is just this like mm-hmm. this bitch basically like oh it can that didn't happen to you like you, that's not you know or that she's, she's not a good victim she's not in in their yeah. eyes because like she's, oh you're she's you wear crop that, tops like, you're is okay yeah okay with showing <laughs> yeah. her skin okay with her confidence like mm-hmm. she's a flirt of course it didn't happen to Paige maybe somebody else but not Paige you know right y'all don't know my so girl like I know her y'all don't know her mm-hmm. she's got layers she's got depth okay. Yes. Um, this is a page stand podcast. Yes. So, JT notices that Paige isn't cheering during the game, so he goes out to talk to her. And first, she's like, "Go away!" But he follows her and he's like, "Listen, like, what is going on? Like, this guy is just a dumb guy. Like, why are you acting this way?" But she admits that he was she was raped, 
and no one can do anything about it. So JT goes back into school. And this is when um, it's interesting because, like, it's very sweet what JT does. But I think it also kind of is a mirror of the commentary about, like, how men handle things versus how women handle things. Because, like, he tries to jump Dean. And then later Spinner tries to dump Dean. Everybody's reacting to this in a very, like, aggressive way. And I like the way that it it ends is actually Paige doing something. And it's not just, like, Uh guys trying to save Paige. And it's like, no, Paige has to... She has to stand up for herself in this situation because exactly. it's her, it's just at the end of the day it's just her, but like yep. JT rushes in the gym and like starts to fight Dean. At first he's kind of like laughing because which <laughs> understandable because it is kind of absurd. Like this guy is in a panther costume pushing it and like trying to punch but like missing. So it's, it is kind of funny. <laughs> if I were Dean, I also would laugh because like what is happening? Yes. <laughs> until it's very yeah. Until JT calls him a rapist though. And then he starts to fight him because it's like, oh, <laughs> hit dogs holler though, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was is very, uh, yeah, very much that kind of thing of like, JT is like, I'll save you, like yeah, and he means know. well, exactly, and like, and you know, <laughs> like I'm like, oh, JT. But yeah, like, and it's not also, to, it's not to like be like what he did is wrong. It's just more right. like he's doing what he's been taught to do. Man protects exactly. girl he likes. Like he's doing exactly. what we have told guys are supposed to do, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. I'm not like I would hope that if <laughs> I don't know if the, the men in my life found out like someone raped me, like they would try to kick his ass. Exactly. I'm gonna lie. I'm like yes, beat him up. Yes. <laughs> but um, but you know, Ooh, it's like also, one of those things where. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to mention, um, have you been watching the uh, uh, American Crime Story about the impeachment, Monica Lewinsky, Bill Clinton? Oh, it's good. It's good. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but they're dealing, I don't know if you ever listened to any podcast or anything basically about that whole time period in that thing but there is a podcast i think it's called slow burn they've done several seasons talking about different um moments in history it's very good Mm. and like kind of storytelling podcast um and but uh during that time there was a big part of that moment that the president was being um sued by paula jones because of a sexual assault allegation. Mm-hmm. And so a big part of the show called American Crime Story. Um, it's on FX. They've done a few seasons, um, but this one's really good. Uh, at Paula, the Paula Jones story is being told um, alongside the kind of Mon Lewinsky kind of plot line, but it's a lot of it's about Paula Jones, but her husband um, is is the thing about American Crime Story is that it's like a drama, but it's kind of like ridiculous comedy as well. Like mm-hmm. the characters in it are like dealing with a lot, but their characters are kind of funny in moments, but it's good. But her husband, Paul Jones' husband, um, is kind of like the masculine person that's like his wife is being like, okay, Bill Clinton asked me to do these things. I didn't do that. I refuse, but I want an apology. Like I'm like wanting, you know, 
like I I want, you know, my kind of time to reclaim my story, you know, what, whatever it is that she's wanting. Mm-hmm. Um, but her husband like was just constantly being himself. And then also people kind of like using his anger against him about like his be like, well, you know, what if she's lying? Like, you know, like, are you really going to want to stay with Paula? Like if she really did do something like, are you really like, you have to like, you have to kind of be this energy for her, um, Mm -hmm. to kind of defend her honor and, you know, like be there for her in, uh, and the wrong that she's, um, had done to her and like all these things, which is like, there obviously, you know, having a supportive partner for you in a time like that is very important, but like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like very much like the, like the like intense masculine energy. That's just like, so off putting. It's like, I don't, I feel like this is more for you and clearing mm. your name as like my partner. And, you know, you don't want to be the dumbass that like stayed with her after like, Bill Clinton got there first and not so much you're it's more of that and less of like you being mm. there for me in my time of need you know I'll check it out I also just I just added that podcast on to oh yeah slow burn list. there's several like, seasons they, mm-hmm. it's very good I like a good long form podcast mm. tell me a story um so uh, okay so Gene, Dean gets suspended from the game and coach Armstrong um sends JT to the principal's office um, Paige leaves and Spinner follows him and confronts her and he's like ba- basically she she admits to him like yeah that he she was raped and, and he believes her so then he goes chasing after Dean and he wants to fight him too and Paige breaks up the fight and she gets in there and she she reclaims her own power and she's like listen you get your ass ready because I'm coming for you like I'm not like not like Spinner not like the mascot but like for real I'm gonna mm. you know report this and you know watch your back which i was just like so happy to see her really stand up for herself and it was very very powerful powerful moment Mm -hmm. yes like i feel like the i mean the the score behind you know her lines like the music behind it and they're also along with the kind of classic degrassi they also had the little like little hints of the pms Uh, Mm -hmm. what's the song that they did your poor thing the poor yeah my little poor thing yeah there's like little bits of that and so it's very much like as they did with um like the shout episodes like very much like Paige struggling with something but like ultimately her coming out on top and like her in control of things and i Mm -hmm. just love that so much and the Mm -hmm. storytelling of like like fuck you i'm a fucking survivor and like i got these (laughs) Sorry, I'm laughing at Paige's hair because I like <laughs> I made a note of it. You remember those like those braiding machines they used to sell? Yes. <laughs> that I feel like just tangled people's hair. <laughs> I was like, because they're like little like they are brandy size like micro braids. I was like, who was braiding your hair in the morning? Put those little bands at the bottom, hun. Well, you know she didn't sleep all night, so she probably was just up. And she's like, I'm just gonna braid my hair. Oh yeah, stress braiding. Um, yeah. Only. I wish my insomnia worked that way. Yeah. Yeah, but it's you're right. It's totally like a very powerful moment, and I'm just like, fuck yeah, Paige. And he is scared because now it's like it's yeah. not just you know 
bullshit back and forth like i'm gonna really like it's we're escalating this into something because it is it needs to be escalated because it is a serious thing exactly and that's where the power lies and that's why like there's so much a lot a big part of also with the kind of hesitancy of reporting and the kind of like um uh with law enforcement, with people in authority, whoever it is, um, mm-hmm. kind of discouraging um, people from reporting rape and sexual assault is this kind of thing of like, oh, you don't want to ruin this person's life. Mm-hmm. You know, like this kind of idea of like that your allegation, even if it, even if it was true, like, you know, but they're, you know, this could ruin their chances at such and such. You know, they're a scholarship person. They have a. They why have... should Why should he have to? You know, experience the consequences of his actions. Exactly. He's a nice guy. He's a he's, he's a, a white he's male. A, in society. He's a white That's man not what with he does. a big neck. Why would you want to ruin his life? <laughs> yeah, and so I I like, you know, I like that with Degrassi with these storylines that they're always like having Paige come out on top of those things and like. Mm-hmm. Oh, which I just realized. I'm just like remembering the cinematography at all. Throughout this episode, Paige is having kind of like these nightmare flashback type things of like mm-hmm. the perspective of Dean on top of her and kind of like pushing her down. Um, and what I realized is that when she, the last scene, when she was coming out of school and Dean was going back to the bus, Paige was standing on top of the stairs being like i'm coming for you like and i'm not backing down and i was just like oh my gosh she literally is back out on top like she's you know the authority figure she's in control and i was like fuck yeah smart choices good catch i didn't notice that but yeah i just remembered it in my brain as i'm picturing it i want to say my girl is back but she's always been here she's always been here it's always in you she's always in the bathroom stall waiting to come on out the power was always within you Paige. it's within you all alone exactly (laughs) so ellie's in media immersion and you know she's watching the the, you know the commercial marco comes in and apologizes and um you know he's like you're my best friend it's hard to be something that you're not and you know whatever and he's just like listen i'm not i'm gay and he just he finally says it and he's like i'm gay and like you know and she's like so we'll just always be friends and she's like he's like yeah i mean sorry girl like you just don't do it for me but you know, it's still the, it's still the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Either way, exactly. and I love to I love Marco and Ellie so much. But you know, very happy for Marco, also reclaiming his power and just like yes. speaking his truth. And I'm a gay, and you know, I'm gonna say that again because it's not like I said it's not like I said I'm a gay. I I said <laughs> I'm gay, but I had a little like hiccup. <laughs> I heard myself say I'm a gay, which sounded really weird. But a little extra breathy. Yeah, but happy for Marco to be like, you know, to come out to someone and to really yeah, stand in his truth and in his power. And I I loved that they did that and I that it wasn't um there cuz I think like last episode it was kind of just like, you know, I'm questioning, I'm like trying to think this through and like wondering my place in the world. That was kind of like last episode that this was brought up. And I like that this episode, it was just like, I'm gay. Like it was, 
it was not kind of like I mean like any anyone's journey and um thinking and questioning journey is their journey to have but I think Mm -hmm. also like especially at this time (laughs) in the early 2000s like having that very like straightforward like I this is who I am no I'm not confused about it like this is this is how I'm living so you've got to live with it too I think it was very powerful and Mm -hmm. I also liked that Ellie um you know she you know she's she's been going through the rough of it you know life life is hard for for the little you know um other out there girl you know at school and mm-hmm. uh but i think it was very cool like you know marco's like i'm gay and and he's like explained to her very matter of factly like and you know that like i can never like you in that way like it's never you know, we're, we can only just be friends. And I liked that Ellie was like, obviously like it's the, it's a hard thing. (laughs) It's a love of her life. Like he made the perfect vegetarian dish. Yes. Eggplant parmigiana. (laughs) And I liked that, like this scene ended with her being like, like kind of just not begrudgingly, but just kind of like sadly being sadly accepting. And yeah. being like, okay, this is, this is my friend and this is, this is how things are. And, um, you know, and I'm just going to have to deal with that, but not in a kind of like angrily way or like upset where like, how could you do this to me? It was just kind of like, okay. Honestly, right. but Ellie should feel fine. Cause it's not, at least he's not rejecting you necessarily. It, it's really just like, I'm just gay. Like, it's not like, I'm it's definitely, not definitely gay. <laughs> yeah. It literally isn't. It, it literally is a. Yeah. It's you. It's not you. It's me. Like it's you're not the problem. Like I'm just gay. Like <laughs> and, exactly. You know, like girl, it's okay. Like trust me. Like as I said before, Ellie. This is not be the last time Ellie falls in love with a gay man. She has college ahead of her, so it's gonna probably exactly. keep happening to her, and she needs to get used to it. This is gonna be her life. Um. So <laughs> oh, definitely with Ellie's Ellie's friend crowd, she's gonna she's gonna fall in love with <sighs> plenty of gay guys, and like that's just part of her growth, you know. Exactly. So. P- uh, Paige goes to Miss Sauvay and she tells her that she's planning on pressing charges against Dean. And um, so, you know, from now on, she can't speak to him any- anymore, which she's like, trust me, I don't want to talk to him. And yeah. they agree to meet next week. And um, Paige is like, I just want to, I want to scare him so bad that he'll never do this to anybody else, which I'm like, fuck yeah. Same. Mm-hmm. Um, in the hallway, she runs to Spinner and, uh, they sit down to have lunch and basically he's like, you know, he does do a not hashtag, not all men, which I'm like, Spinner, this is not really the time. Like I get it. Like, yeah, I get it. That like, yes, it happened. Like all of this is going down yesterday. Now's not the time. Yeah. It's like, I get it. Like all guys, it's true. Not all men are race. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like intellectually, yes, all men are not rapists, but after right. a rape, is not the time to remind her that like you know there's good guys out there it's like it's okay just 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 be good to her you don't have to remind her like hey it's not all of us it's like just be nice to her and that's 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 what you do you show it you don't just say it but anyway it's 2003 so we, we couldn't be perfect <laughs> exactly this is the best they can do it's the best they can do um and she asks him which I think is also an, an, a, a kind of a button on the gender thing. She mm-hmm. asked him, is she 
is taking power and be like, I want to go on a date with you. I'm not, you know, I'm going to be that person and I'm not going to wait to be asked. I'm going to ask you. She asked him to go to the year end dance and he says yes. And Paige is like, back up on the horse. Hey, hey. My girl. Listen. My girl. This is <laughs> Paige. Paige, you know, like she she loves some good frosted tip moments from like Sugar Ray and NSYNC. And she's like, ooh, <laughs> spinner. She said, love the root spin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's here for it. She's here for it. She loves a root moment. She loves you. <laughs> sugar she, she, Love your who? Why did she also? She was like, love your roots. What? I guess because like she likes first, like, the grown out like look. I, guess, I think she's trying to first say I like, thought oh, it like, was like shade that you like had to touch. <laughs> you touch that shit up, babe. Like love the roots for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was the look though. Like the, that, oh, like yeah. the frosted tips. He has like the blonde yeah. up top and the brown below, and that was. That was cool. What was the, I think that came kind of came back for women, but they called it like recession blonde, and it was like basically women like getting because upkeeping blonde hair if you're like if you're getting it bleached oh, is very expensive. Yeah. So like you let the roots grow out a little bit, and that was like a trend, and they called it recession because the rest of recession and it's like bitch wow. can't afford to get those roots touched up. Recession blonde. Love that. That's very yeah. funny. Mm-hmm. Um, it. Oh, what was I gonna say? I lost it. Sorry. I lost it. Sorry. Maybe it's you'll okay. find it. it. It wasn't that good. So. Maybe we'll come back to you. We'll see. Um, yeah, maybe. But song choice. Um, do you want to go first this time? Sure. Um, so I chose a song um, of the era, but uh, when Paige was in her room waking up kind of after not sleeping, I was looking at the posters on her walls and I saw some Alicia Keys. I saw some other band I'd never heard of. <laughs> then I saw Our Lady Peace, which I have not heard of in years. And it just really took me back. So mm-hmm. I chose their song from 2002 um, called Innocent, which is lighthearted it's not like super dark but it's kind of like about like oh like you know like when we're kids like we're all just like innocent people and I think it's like I chose it because in the sense of like Paige is well came to realization very you know at the beginning of the episode that she is not to blame for anything um Mm -hmm. but that also like you know like the sense of innocence and the sense of like you know vulnerability can be can be in Paige's future you know yeah there's there's things on the horizon for her and um someone that's not innocent is, is Dean <laughs> Dean is very guilty he is the mm. definition of guilty that's a good song I never heard that song but I'm gonna check it out it's uh like their like their top song from our Larry Pace is Superman's Dead which is like a classic like 90s alternative um, that everyone's heard of if it plays. Um, um, but some of their, some of the later ones I recognize. I have heard that song. If you like, if you play it, you'll be like, oh yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, like, maybe I'll get You don't know the name, but you've, you've know, you've like heard the like melody. Yeah. Half of the songs I've heard in my life were just those like, those interstitial like MTV songs. Yes. 
that they just like would play like all the time uh-huh. yes exactly okay. i'll look i'll look that up um all right well my song i decided to focus on Paige reclaiming her power and okay when i think of powerful women of the 2000s or the early 2000s i think of britney spears because she ran the world until you know things didn't work out but like she was like she ran shit right mm-hmm. and i think Paige is that like Paige is the britney spears of the high school like she is like she's queen b she's like she's blonde she loves a, a crop top a low rise moment like she loves. is that bitch okay so i went with a britney spears song a britney jean spears song stronger yes. i love that song the fucking chair yes, dance yes, uh. the day. oh the chair dance is everything mm-hmm. and it's just like i mean it's from 2000 but it's just like a really great like yeah like i'm like reclaiming my power like fuck you i'm strong i can do this like you don't scare me kind of song yeah and um i think it's perfect for for our girl Paige and just kind of like you know and i also love that it's a reference to it does have that like reference to baby one more time so it is uh-huh. kind of like you know it shows the song itself shows like a growth of britney spears you know like my loneliness yes. isn't you know my loneliness ain't killing me no more and now it's like Paige is also like growing up and she's like actually fuck you <laughs> i'm not scared of you <laughs> yes. anymore you know so uh my heart's um it's great oh. Yeah, it's we love Lula. Truly, truly. Great. Congrats to Brittany and her engagement. We know you're listening, girl. <laughs> yes. Oh, you fucking know Brittany is a Degrassi stand. She you know loves Brittany. it. And if she's never seen it, I bet you if you showed Britney Spears Degrassi, she would be hooked. Like, oh yeah, she'd love she's it. Like, this is binge worthy. She's like, wow, these kids are crazy. <laughs> you know, she's she's never like gotten the real, true teen experience and like yeah, so, yeah. So she probably would just be like, wow, high school's crazy. <laughs> yeah. so, like so, man i thought my life was crazy who knew who knew really really is out out of this world <laughs> <laughs> that's my best pretty <laughs> terrible Britney it was Britney. pretty spot on if i must say <laughs> she felt like she was here right um uh-huh. next week we are covering the season finale of season two two-parter oh my god yep we're there I almost made a mistake today. I started watching it. I thought that was, I forgot about how soon is now. And I was like, wait, oh, thank God. And I watched it because I would have been, I would have been so mad at myself. We sat down and I was like, wait, we're not watching the finale because <laughs> it is hour long. Season finale. Fuck. Um, Tears are not enough. Parts one and two in part one. Well, you know, big spoilers. If you're following along, stop listening because I'm, I'm spoiling a very big plot right. point. Craig's dad returns to his life. And Craig doesn't know if he can deal with his dad's pressure to move back home. But when the unspeakable happens, that might not be a choice. Meanwhile, JT agrees to be Liberty's date to the dance, but only if she tutors him. And in part two, when his father dies, Craig seems happy, especially with the year-end dance coming up. However, he finds out getting over it is harder than he thought. After making a scene at the dance, Craig disappears into the halls where Terry consoles him. Meanwhile, Paige and Spinner run for Luau, King and Queen. But Jimmy convinces Hazel to join him to go against them out of spite. Mm. real drake energy <laughs> oh, oh man oh goodness oh goodness i mean major 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 craig moments like mm-hmm. like the kind of springboard into like full-on you know all the craig things definitely the reason why craig gets so many storylines because the acting in that these episodes are fucking phenomenal apparently so he good. won a gemini award 
which is like oh, a Canadian shoot. like TV. I guess it's like kind of like their Emmys. Yeah. Yeah, he won that for for that um for for his role in this. So I'm just like wow. rightfully so. He's a really good talented actor. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I feel like every time we do this <laughs> do this podcast, I'm like Oh my gosh, this show is so good. And then I just get so excited for like the, like the things to come. Mm-hmm. Like it's only getting so much better. And yes. so I'm really excited about it. And we're about to get to season three, which is <gasps> my, one of my favorite seasons of Degrassi. I mean, it is. It's so good. I think this is, season three is also when I started watching it in time to release. Uh-huh. I think I like, I was watching a lot of it like, I think the summer before season three started, I was like watch like catching up with the first two seasons. So season three comes out, and that's when I'm like in real time watching it every Friday night when it comes out. So this is like yes. my Degrassi era personally. Um, but yes, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, as you know, you can reach out to us on EWS Pod on Instagram if you have a little a little something you want to say. Um, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Um, keep listening um hopefully we'll have some guests coming on soon i think especially with season three we got so many good episodes i think we need to have some people come through i mean we're we're talking about the degrassi episodes that like the defined the show defined the show and also like for like people that watch degrassi like growing up like these are the ones that they remember Mm -hmm. like (sighs) the moments um so yes so keep listening thank you so much and as always we'll catch you later broomheads bye broomheads